0: This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Fabacher. You're listening to Episode 76. We were made for relationship, but so often our relationships are broken, and when our relationships are broken, we feel broken too. This podcast is here to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness, a place of authentic connection, where you feel truly known and where your people do too. So, Come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. Recently, there's been a lot of talk around me about relationships that are ending or feel like they might end. People sitting across the counseling room from me in boxer conversations, across the work lunch table, over a cup of coffee with a friend. Fears of what to do, uncertainty about the future, frustrations about what's going on in the relationship, maybe even some hopelessness about moving forward. We've talked about the ending of friendships a couple of times on this podcast in episode 14, When to Say Goodbye, and in episode 67, where my friend Mary B. Seyfried wrote and recorded for us, some helpful practices for when your friends leave. I think it would be really helpful to go back and listen to those in light of this conversation. But what I've been hearing lately is such distress and confusion on how to know when it's time to walk away from a relationship or maybe from a group of relationships This has also been the cause of much of my own distress over the years, when to stay and when to go. Relationships are so hard. We talk about and will continue talking about those layers and difficulties on this podcast. Relationships are so, so hard. Anytime we invest our heart and soul and time and energy into another person, there's risk involved. Risk that will get our hearts broken or be hurt or disappointed. Risk others will abandon us. Risk it won't work out. There's always risk because we're always human. We'll never be perfect on this side of heaven. Never. Relationships are risky, but sometimes they're worth the risk because without them we can't be whole remember we were made for relationship it's not good for us to be alone we can't avoid relationships with people because the risks feel too great i know there are many things i don't know about you and your story i don't i don't know who's hurt you and how i don't know the betrayals or the lies or the manipulation I don't know the emotional neglect or the abuse you've gone through. And you don't know what I've walked through either. I can't possibly know how hard it is for you to do relationships in your life unless I know you. But regardless of the lack of personal context, I still can say that relationships are worth the risk. Not all of them, but some are. And I'm not even a hundred percent sure if I'm honest. I know which ones are fully worth it. Maybe, maybe the ones that are safe. But there's always this risk that the relationship will end at some point. And gosh, that's crazy scary. It doesn't bother us as much when shallow relationships end, like acquaintances, maybe some old work relationships, maybe some old school relationships, maybe some weird extended family relationships. But what can be very crushing is when the closer relationships end. It's a form of grief that's hard to describe. A grief that doesn't Say goodbye because of death and its inevitability, though sometimes that kind of grief is completely unexpected and its own kind of hard. But this grief over the ending of a relationship is one that's a forced goodbye sometimes because of someone's choices. You or the other person chose to walk away, to pull away, to hurt, to leave. And that kind of grief can be paralyzing if you're the one who's been left. And it can also be really hard if you're the one who's leaving. But what if you're the one trying to decide whether to leave or to stay? These are some of the most difficult choices we'll ever have to make. How? How do we know when to walk away? I think it's important here to also note that there are some relationships that are easier to walk away from than others. For example, if you're married and struggling with this, especially if you have children, it may be a lot more complicated for you. No, I know it'll be a lot more complicated for you. And we don't need to have the same expectations for all our relationships either. So, What I'm about to share about how to know when to walk away may not completely apply because each situation is so unique. Please, please take the time you need to process this with a close friend, mentor, or counselor. My disclaimer here is that I'm not telling you specifically you should walk away. I'm telling you when it may be time to consider it. And this could be walking away from a group of relationships, like a workplace or church or a group of friends. It could be walking away from just one. It could be leaving a friendship, a romantic relationship, a marriage even. There will be some things that don't cross over here because all those relationships, again, are different, and the expectations, therefore, should be different. With that in mind, how do we know when it's time? to walk away. Number one, we've got to be prayerful and mindful here. I can't give you all these answers and neither can anyone else. We can help provide wisdom and counsel, but in the end, you're going to have to make the decision. You'll need to spend a lot of time in reflection and prayer to get an answer you seek. So be mindful. Be mindful of your feelings and thoughts With and about this relationship. Be mindful of your history with the person, the highs and lows, the patterns, the changes made or not made. Be prayerful and reflective and ask God what to do. I can't promise He'll always give you a clear answer in neon lights, but He will guide the way. I'm not the kind of person who thinks He's always telling you to stay, even in marriage. He might show you it's time to leave. Are you ready for that kind of answer? Number two, the patterns, the negative patterns specifically, aren't changing. And maybe they're getting worse even after you've confronted the person, shared how you feel, expressed what you need to be changed in order to continue in the relationship. This is key. Okay, this is key. Have you done all you can do? Have you been honest? Have you given your fair share to the relationship? Have you tried? Have you changed what you needed to change? And does the other person agree with your opinion on that? Relationships take two. But is the other person changing? Is the group changing? If the negative patterns of abuse, neglect, control, manipulation, contempt, pride, betrayal, selfishness, emotional and physical distance or neglect in that way, lack of intentionality, and etc., these types of things, if they continue, gosh, maybe that's the sign you need. Maybe that's the sign you need. It's your choice to remain or not in something like this. You can't expect perfection, but you can expect change. Let me also note, negative behavior doesn't always have to be a pattern to give you a reason to leave. A major betrayal, for example, needs to only happen once. I mean, it's okay if, if you choose to leave the relationship if it only happens once or any sort of serious abuse. Yeah, that only needs to happen once to give you reason to leave too. Number three, there's little to no connection. Maybe there's no conversations happening anymore or any hanging out. Maybe the person has stopped answering your texts or calls. Maybe they're creating distance, maybe even on purpose. Maybe you've stopped knowing one another and trying to. Maybe there's no more intentionality. Connections don't always last forever, even though some feel like they might. There needs to be some connection, some knowing and loving, some seeing and caring for a person, some listening and understanding, some laughter and shared interests, some time spent together. There has to be some of that or maybe a lot of that, like in a really close friendship or marriage, in order for a relationship to survive. And if that stuff is minimal or not happening at all, gosh, Maybe that's a sign the relationship is ending. Or maybe it's time to try to reconnect. And if the attempts to reconnect aren't working over a period of time, then maybe it's time to walk away. Number four, your time with the person becomes much more life draining than life giving. When you're around them, it feels extremely uncomfortable or you feel on edge the whole time or annoyed the whole time. You stop enjoying their company and being around them drains you. That could be a sign. Though we do need to remember people go through hard seasons and that season may be more draining for you to be around them because they're going through a lot. If that season of feeling drained around them, lasts like a crazy long time, then that could be communicating to you that you no longer want to be in the relationship. And five, finally, you can no longer be your full authentic self in their presence, either because they're judgmental, they don't seem to care, they've stopped wanting to know the real you, maybe they don't make space for the real you, even if that person Is different than them. There could be a million reasons right here, and it could be helpful to go back and listen to episode 59, When Safe People No Longer Feel Safe, for more on this. But there's something about the relationship here that has made you pull away or pull inward, maybe as a form of protection, because you no longer feel you're free to be your full self. And that's definitely a problem that can't be ignored. Y'all, I can't tell you today what your walking away will look like because I don't know your situation or if these things really are reason enough for you. Your walking away may be cutting off communication. It may be separating or filing for divorce. It may be telling the person or group that you're leaving. And maybe your window of tolerance is greater than others. Maybe you can take some of the stuff I mentioned like a champ or Maybe that just means you're avoiding the problems, but if these things are present and present a lot, gosh, it may be time to walk away. I want you to know that I hear you. I hear how distressing this is, how complicated this is, how heartbreaking it is. I hear how hard. It is. How some relationships have all this stuff going on that I just mentioned. They have this stuff in your life. They have these things present. And you may feel stuck because of a thousand reasons. Gosh, I do hear you. And yeah, I believe forgiveness is absolutely possible, but reconciliation may not be. And just because you decide to leave doesn't mean you aren't choosing to forgive the person, or maybe yourself. But here is what I'm thankful for in this conversation that's so hard, and that I know I can sit here and use my words to tell you all these things, but if I sit here long enough and think about them myself, I'll be crying right along with you. In this hard conversation we're having here, I'm thankful we have a God who sees, who never leaves, who gently points us in the directions we need to go he's not a god that always tells us to stay in unhealthy relationships i don't care what people have told you in the past that's not how he is all the time sometimes he gives us the permission to go because he wants us to experience whole relationships and he knows not all relationships will mend He knows because he's seen it over and over. It's an effect of the fall. Does it break his heart? Yeah, I think so, because it wasn't supposed to be this way. And yeah, there are times that he can miraculously mend the broken things in a relationship and bring the people back together. But I really think it breaks his heart more you know more than the relationship's ending, I think it breaks his heart more to see us remain in toxic, abusive, lonely, broken situations that don't change. That only break us more if we stay. Today, may you remember that he is for you. He is with you. and he wants the best for you. And maybe the best is not staying. Anymore. May you be brave to face the brokenness in your own relationships and know when it's time to walk away. Amen. Thanks for sitting a while with me today. I know that was hard. I know that it's so hard and I know that you may be sitting with these things for months and months processing what to do. And again, I encourage you to please do that. Do that with a close friend or two. Do that with your counselor. Don't sit in it alone. Don't sit in it alone. I trust that knowing when it may be time to walk away from a relationship will help you take a step toward wholeness so you can finally see what good relationships are made of. As always, the transcript for this episode will be on the podcast page on my website, com, as well as other resources. And just a heads up, I'll be taking a super short two-week break from the podcast because I'm speaking at a couple of local women's conferences here near me, and I need to spend my extra time prepping for those and getting ready, and I know my margin is really small in this season. But I'll see you again really soon. Follow along on Instagram at Kara Feibacher to hang with me and just to know when the next podcast episode will be. It should be about three weeks from today. A big thanks to my friend Robert Hargrove for creating the music for the show and Alana Dawson for editing. Until next time, friend. I'll see you soon.